Good morning, it's Wednesday, May 23rd, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Official says Iran is open to monitors. Facebook debut raises questions on IPO process, and Paul backers push agenda in other elections. In this morning's national news, Native Americans struggle with rates of rape. Leader of 76 Insurgency is now the target of one, and Eugene T. Pauly, inventor of remote control, dies at 96. In this morning's business headlines, privacy inquiries get little help from Google. A venture capital partner claims sex harassment, and consumer watchdog plans limits for prepaid debit cards. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Official Says Iran is Open to Monitors. Reported from Amman, Jordan. Iran signaled a willingness on Tuesday to allow potentially intrusive international inspections of secret military facilities, raising expectations that it was searching for a diplomatic solution to the standoff over its nuclear program. With talks between Iran and global powers set to begin Wednesday in Baghdad, the Director General of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Yukiya Amano, said he'd reached something of a breakthrough with Iranian officials on the agency's long-standing request for access to the facilities. His assertion suggested that Iran was seeking to set a positive tone for the talks and perhaps ease pressure from Western-led sanctions that are about to become even more severe. Amano did not specify a timetable or other details. Iran's critics were quick to suggest that the conciliatory-sounding signal from Iran could amount to little more than a negotiating tactic as the Iranians prepare to sit down for talks on the more complex issue of Iran's uranium enrichment with the big powers, members of the United Nations Security Council, plus Germany. But Amano told reporters at the agency's headquarters in Vienna that there had been an important development in the agency's effort to reach a structured agreement on how its inspectors would conduct an investigation into whether the Iranians have sought ways in the past to weaponize enriched nuclear fuel. The decision was made to conclude and sign the agreement, said Amano, who had visited Tehran on Sunday and Monday, his first trip there since his appointment in 2009. He's expressed suspicions about what he's called Iran's lack of cooperation in its dealings with the agency. Amano's upbeat assessment, coming on top of recent optimistic signals from Western diplomats, suggested that Iran's chief negotiator, Saeed Jalili, was signaling Iran's sincerity in talks with the six global powers, the United States, France, Britain, Germany, Russia, and China, on a more wide-ranging deal to bring Iran back into compliance with Security Council resolutions and ensure that Iran is not trying to build a nuclear weapon. The most immediate goal of the talks for the six appears to be to get an agreement by Tehran to stop enriching uranium to 20% purity, near the level required for a nuclear weapon, and to agree to discuss exporting its stockpile of uranium enriched to that level. And the six want to be sure Iran is prepared to quickly take concrete steps to calm global and regional concerns. A senior Western official who requested anonymity because of the delicacy of the talks cautioned that an IAEA agreement with Iran on how to proceed to settle outstanding issues from the past would be good news, but would take time to turn into action. The agency, the official said, is trying to get a picture of Iran's past program, 
but the Baghdad negotiations are about divining Iran's intentions and bringing it into full compliance. These are two separate processes, the official said.